more morning, anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You know how much a, uh, was it two dozen eggs cost mm. at Costco or Superstore these days? How much? 16 bucks. For two dozen eggs? Yeah. So are you thinking of getting some chicks? If I had room, I'd consider it. Do you ever have chickens on the farm? We had chickens on the farm, like, when I was growing up. Yeah. Yes, we did. How many? 100%. I don't, I don't really recall. I remember the chicken coop, and I remember the chickens, but uh, it was very early in my life, and then we got, a, got out of the chicken business. I can confirm that the smelliest animal on the planet, I think, is the chicken. Up there. Yeah. But I've heard that if you go into, like, a big, like, breeder... Chicken, chicken farm, like yeah. inside, yeah, just ammonia. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. It's not good at all. But uh, not our neighbors, but our um, not our next door neighbors, but the neighbors beside them have chickens, and it's I, I enjoy the sound of the roosters and the chickens kind of doing their thing. But I know my son Carter, who's now moved onto the same property as us, keeps threatening like daily that he's getting chickens. So I'm like, I think that's a real bad idea because I think that the, the winter time is when it's a problem. Right, how like can you, they don't just like live in the cold? You got to no. like heat the the coop, don't you? Gotta, you? Uh, yeah, you got to have a heated chicken coop for them. And we have so many coyotes around our place. I, I plus just, your dog. Yeah, I don't know how she would. I think I know what she'd like to do with chickens. <laughs> have a little chicken tartare. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but like, is anyone in the city do the chicken still? I, I think so. I think you can, right? Can you not? You have to apply. Yeah. You can't just, I don't know how it works. Once again, we're talking about stuff and we don't really know the answers. Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe Rihanna, are you in the city? We'll see. All right. Oh, oh. Julie says, ever uh, cleaned a pig barn? I know pig pigs are stinky, but I'm telling you, people have said chickens are worse. Yeah, I think uh, pound for pound, chicken is the stinkiest animal. Yeah. Like, obviously a pig barn is going to be awful. Yeah. But like. No, none of them are good, but I think. You'd think the chicken. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be as stinky as it is, but it is. Yeah. All from that magic hole, the cloaca. <laughs> Does it all. <laughs> all right. Who would have ever thought we got on the chicken subject? But we have this morning. It's Monday. It's a. Uh... You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing, good morning. Yay, good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm very well. How's yourself this morning? Really good. Good. Matt here. Yeah. And I was just listening to you guys talking about the differences between the farm animals there. Yeah. I grew up with chickens. And then when I was uh, between high school and college, and then uh, my first summer in college there, I worked at a slaughterhouse uh, for hogs. Uh, just as a student laborer. Yeah. And I can tell you, hogs are far worse than chickens. They are. Far worse than chickens. You're talking about the smell. Smell, working with them, having them around, it's... Hogs are far worse than chickens. I mean, they're big and... bulky. Well, and let's face it, they're pigs. Yeah, fair. It's in the name. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but but honest, honestly, like if you just say the smell, like working with the smell, you'd say it was it was more. I mean, then neither are ideal. It's not like it's you know, it's not ideal. No. But it's not like no. working at Cinnabon. <laughs> not, no, not even. <laughs> you know, I'm not smelling movie popcorn. They're at the slaughterhouse. Mmm, <laughs> butter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, not, not, mm. not, yeah, don't not smell like KFC. No. Or- no. <laughs> no. We're a few steps no. away from that yet. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. So, 
it, the bottom line is we go to Olive Garden, and it's just, you know, you uh, if you're not familiar with it, if you order an entree, you can get like a super salad or the breadsticks. And, and they're endless, aren't they? Technically, they're endless. They'll just keep giving you the salad and the salad. The Olive Garden salad's fantastic, and the breadsticks are great. And That's what uh, that's known for, right? Uh-huh. That and a butt ton of pasta. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So everybody has a, a great meal, and our server is, uh, is, is really good. And I was, you know, of course, had a just, you know, you have this... Ex- I, Let's put it this way. We, we're very social when it comes to talking to the server. You like, can't go somewhere with Chris and just yeah. say, hey, how are you? I like this. Thank you very much. <laughs> He's going to start talking like, oh, what's your thoughts on, uh, yeah, right. you know, on the, the current state of Israel and Palestine? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we were talking about about things, and I said, how many, uh, what's the record for the amount of breadsticks that have been eaten uh, today by a table? And and she said, that's oh. a fair question. That, honestly, a question I'd want to hear. Yeah, yeah. So she was saying, oh, there's it was forty, and and she's in fact these are forty. It's, it's a people that that come, um, they come about every two to three weeks. I don't even know if she talked about this on air, but I kind of want to. She said they come about two to three, uh, uh, every two to three weeks, and they come with like grown kids, like they're 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 big, they're they're adult sized kids. So I don't know if they're sixteen or seventeen. Call it old. above fifteen, right? And they order chicken fingers for the kids, which I don't think you technically are supposed to. Like, the chicken fingers are supposed to be for, like, the 10 and under menu. But they order chicken fingers for their grown kids that are, like, adults. And then they share an entree so they can basically, they... They, they spend, like, what, 20 bucks between the four of them? Or whatever they spend. And then they just fill up on on salad and eat, like, 40 breadsticks and, and leave. And uh, basically, they're scamming the system. They, they basically... Gaming the system. And I mean, it. it's like, yeah. what are you going to do, yeah. Olive Garden? You've set this policy. <laughs> yeah, but I think that... So whatever they did, I don't know if they... So that's what happened. And it reminded me of a time we were at Montana's, and it was uh, all-you-could-eat uh, fajitas. And there was a couple beside us arguing with the server that they should get to order one order of the fajitas... For the two of them, and then do the all-you-can-eat fajitas. Well, no, that's not how it and works. The, and the, the server is trying to say, "Well, no, no, that's we're, we're not allowed to do that." And they're getting so angry. And uh, it, I like, I almost not that I wanted to step in, but I just wanted to st- like stick up for that poor server because she's she's like, "No, no, no." Well, that that yeah, of course, everybody here would like to get the get one order for two of them. They'd I like come in with my hockey team. Right. <laughs> We're going to get the fajita. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> Endless. Bring them, bring them in. Think about the logic there, guy. Well, they are thinking of the logic. Well, they're, no, they're but trying they're trying to game the system. Exact. Game in the system. Uh-huh. Okay. So the question this morning is, uh, are you somebody that does that? I mean, I could, I mean, I understand like, you know, Things, times are tough, and you're trying to find a way to 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 uh, to save a little bit of money. But how do you look yourself in the mirror? Yes, there was a guy who would come into Little Caesars uh-huh. where I worked yeah. when I was 15 years old. Right, and we had a. I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but in all the Little Caesars around town, there used to be a Simon Says game. Okay, and if you got past a certain point, you'd win a small pizza. Okay, this guy would come in whenever he's hungry. Uh-huh. He was like Rain Man when it came to Simon Says. <laughs> Nobody beat this thing. It was the hardest Simon Says on the face of the earth. Like, it was impossible. But then Rain Man came in and he just beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, boop. He'd get it and we're like, here's your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was a genius. Unbelievable. So he knew what he was Yeah, doing. if you were from Truett Park, tell yeah. me you remember that Simon Says out of the Little Caesars. Uh, yeah. No, I don't, but I'm, I'm sure it was there and I wouldn't have been able to win. I know that for a fact. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you have any gaming the system stories uh, that you've witnessed, you know, from being a server or being somebody that owns a business? Or maybe you're willing to admit that it's something that you do and you take pride in.
I don't know. It, well, no shame. No. We'll talk. Well, we'll shame you a little, but <laughs> we'll keep you anonymous. 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, poor me. There is Trick Pony Kiss in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's a 648. Uh, talking about uh, scamming the system or playing, uh, you know, just, I guess, uh, just kind of like the story of the Olive Garden and how a family comes and finds the cheapest way to all just kind of eat endless breadsticks and salad. And I'm sure they're not the first one to think of this. Oh, no. Just ordering one entree between the two adults and then the kids get chicken fingers and then you just get gouge on breadsticks and salad. Right. Okay, we got a text from Jolene. My friend always finds shoes on the sale rack at Designer Shoe Warehouse, but the percentage off depends on what color sticker you have. Example, blue stickers, 30%, purple stickers, 40 and so on. She always puts the shoes in the... Uh, the one, the box that she wants with the highest percentage off. I think it's pretty smart. I think it's kind of theft. <laughs> <laughs> I think I no. This is like hundred percent. It's theft. It, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. It's. It would be like changing a a, a a price on like a yeah price on something. Right? I've talked about this before, but I do something similar when I go to Value Village. Yeah. I play Value Village roulette. Yeah. I don't do this. I only do it at the for-profit places. Right. The year non-for-profits. Goodwill. Goodwill, love you. All right. I never do this. But okay. at Goodwill <laughs> or a Value Village, I will say like a T-shirt's four ninety nine. Right. I'm like, well, this might be a little overpriced. Yeah. So I'll head up to the top. I'll take this tag off. Yeah. And and roll the dice. Oh, and maybe L. the person at the the till will say, "Oh, that's a two ninety nine shirt. I've just saved myself a couple bucks." <laughs> Is that theft? Yes. No. 100%. No, this is, it's roulette. It, Sometimes I end up paying more. That's why it's roulette. Yours is less thefty than the other story. But still thefty, But you know? still thefty. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your story? We're talking about cheating the system. Yeah. At restaurants. Well, I don't know if this is the same thing, but like my husband always, when he gets like a, a pop, which is like bottomless technically. Yeah. I end up drinking quite a bit of it, uh, but I don't want to order myself one because I tell myself I don't need a full pop. Okay. Uh, uh, same you guys now. end up sharing a pop that's bottomless. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they should call the SWAT team on you guys. <laughs> I agree. What about, okay, what about me then? When I go to, uh, let's say, a subway or whatever or somewhere like that where there's like a fountain pop thing and I... Or McDonald's, you know, if you go to one of those, and then you yeah. you you drink it, and then you on your way out, you fill it right back up. Am I gaming the system too? No, because I think that's allowed. I'm pretty sure they say that you're allowed. It's like at McDonald's, at least, it's bottomless. Okay. Here's the thing. You know how much it costs them to give you that fountain pop? Huh. Yeah, like ten cents. Basically, right. you you'd you'd have to have a table. You'd have to have that hockey team sharing a cup to get your money's worth. You, exactly. Like, if Those any business out there gives you grief for sharing a pop, they yeah. can go suck an egg. There's well, no I way we're drinking our guilty. value. I have to like secretly grab it and take a big swig of it before the service. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Getting text messages seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Back in the day, when my dad would meet his friends at McDonald's for coffee, he would always bring the same paper cup and ask for a refill, even if it was his first coffee coffee of the morning. He'd take that cup home, rinse it out, ready for the next day's use. <laughs> oh man, those guys that go for coffee, they they'd go to the coffee shop, right? They'd pay their fifty cents for their coffee at back in the day, and then they just sit there for refills all day, and then give the the waitress or server a hard time all morning too, you know. So the 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 poor coffee shop would make about 
three bucks on ten guys. Oh, exactly. <laughs> this is the this is the senior uh, version of loitering. Yeah, you know, like kids are at an arcade not putting quarters in the machines. Yes, same thing with you, old man. <laughs> like you're sitting there talking for four hours, bringing home paper cups to rinse so you can save a buck. Uh huh. I mean, I respect the hustle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll probably be there at some point in our lives. <laughs> you will. That's oh, for sure. Oh well. I, yeah, I'm not a coffee guy. I'll be the only one drinking a big Diet Coke. You might have to pay for that. Well, not the refill, I guess. We'll yeah, go, you're okay there. We'll go to McDonald's. Thanks for the text. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Say that uh, a camera should just follow me around because uh, crazy and weird things just happen around me. And, like, uh, it's not me. It's usually just the cir- circumstances or situations. So we're talking last hour about going to the Olive Garden last night. And... Uh, just as our, our meal was wrapping up, I went to the washroom, did my business, and I went to the sink, and uh, there was a fella at the sink, and he had his face basically in the in, in, in the sink, and he was just scrubbing his face like crazy, and he came up for air, like literally. This just, is at the Olive Garden. This is the Olive Garden bathroom, and he comes up for air, and his face is all dirty. It is just absolutely dirty. Just so dirty, except for where he was obviously wearing glasses, like goggles or something. So he's got the raccoon eyes going on. And he says, hey, listen, buddy, I'm not blackfaced here. I said, I, I said, I, I know you're not, obviously. He says, I just came from work with my girlfriend and we came in here and she thinks I should probably wash my face because Olive Garden's a pretty nice place. Yeah. And I said. High class dining. I said, well, you know, um, Okay, and he said, I just can't get this off. And I don't know what he does for a living, if he works at a coal mine or what. <laughs> You're one of those Edmonton coal mines that we've heard so much about. <laughs> but but uh, he says, would you mind going up front and asking somebody there if they've got like some high... High intensity cleaner that they can give me for my face. The same stuff to clean out the grease traps. I need for my face. What's happening at all of like? First off, why do you not stop well, at home before you in a rush? You think it's going to be busy on a Sunday night at the old old you know, You're coming. You're coming from work. I I you're coming from work. And, and but it's with his girlfriend. Maybe you don't look in the mirror. Maybe the girlfriend <laughs> like mixes in a. Hey, we should stop. No, so I you think can wash she, your face. She was. I, I talked to her outside, and she was. You know, she was a she was a real sweetheart, and she was you know she was embarrassed. She's like, yeah, I said he has to clean his face off uh, before we go in. Um, so I went and asked, and they didn't have any high intensity cleaner for him. They, they said <laughs> no, no, they didn't. So I came back in. And I said I'm sorry, but I said I'll go ask the ladies that are with me. Like I had three ladies with me, sure. And I said maybe they've got something. He said no, don't worry about it. Don't. I'll figure it all out. So I did go back to the table, and they didn't have anything. Karen said hand sanitizer. I'm like I don't think that's going to work for his face. I don't know. Well, see, yeah, and I like the guy's worried about his image. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want to get caught being super racist. He's like. He's his paparazzi in the bush. Like, what else do you do? I don't think anybody's gonna be taking a picture and be like, "Look at this guy in green breadsticks." Why would you go out like that in Trudeau styles? Like what? I don't know. But just explain. Like I didn't wash my face after work. So Leslie, who is with us, she she's uh, my son's girlfriend, and uh, she comes out of the bathroom just as I'm saying, "Well, I'll go back in and tell him." And she's like, "What is going on?" (laughs) So he ended up uh, when we left. I saw he looked like he got most of it off his face, and he was enjoying his Olive Garden meal. So it's hard to enjoy breadsticks when you get plastered all over the. You're gonna get can.
canceled. Really good kid. <laughs> really good kid. Hardworking kid. Too. Clearly. Clearly a hard A man work. whose uh, hunger outweighed the need to wash a face. <laughs> Stop at home. I hope he's listening. <laughs> oh, I hope he's not listening. Good, good kid though. It's you know things happen. I, that poor guy. Little did he know while washing his face in Olive Garden, there's Chris Sheets. Like, well, I'm gonna have to talk about this on the radio. Sorry, I wasn't but. gonna talk about it. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, this will be fun. We got Cindy and Jay for this first day of spring edition of Quick Draw. How are you guys doing this morning? Pretty good. good. How are you? Oh, fantastic. Hey, the weekend was good for both of you. Oh, yeah, my birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Jay. Did you go to Olive Garden? Uh, No, I didn't go to the Olive Garden. Good thing, huh? Don't don't slight Olive Garden. It was not their fault. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, here we go. We're going to play best of five. First one of three is going to uh, River Cree Resort and Casino to see Carly Pierce. She is fantastic. It's going to be a great show, and it's coming up in August. You guys ready to go? Ready to go. All right. Something you find in your fridge that starts with the letter G. Uh, grapes. Cindy got grapes. And Jay got ah. Uh, still thinking about it. Okay, Jay, that's okay. You know what? You can get her here, okay? All right. Something that can make you sick that starts with the letter P. Perfume. <laughs> yes. You can. <laughs> Reach it. Okay, this is a good one. All right, here we go with question number three. Part of a computer that starts with the letter K. Keyboard. <laughs> Jay's up too. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Cindy. <laughs> it took him a second to get going, but the birthday boy is here to win it. Okay. <laughs> Junk food that starts with the letter W. Well, walnuts. <laughs> what did you say, Jay? Walnuts. I don't know if... Walnuts can be junk food. Chris is like, oh, too many nuts. Not good for you. You know that mixed trail? Yeah, walnuts. And and Cindy said watermelon. So (laughs) I think we're going to have to let Jay win it. Okay. Okay. Jay took her down. What the heck? Congratulations. And happy birthday. Oh, right on. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It is also not just the first day of spring. It's also uh, National Proposal Day. How did you propose? Maybe you're like me and you never did. That's still one of the strangest things. That Didn't we- you like a uh, little debauchery at a party and then you went and got a ring? Right, right. To make right, amends? Right. It was a, uh, yeah, it was a kissing Christmas party years ago. Obviously, we've been married for 30 years. So, um, yeah, so I just decided that uh, I, we woke up that next day and I'm like, I think I probably should probably get the ring. And that's what we did. So we went together and picked it out and kind of ordered it. It was a custom-made job, and it's very unromantic. So I never did ask her to marry me. It was just kind of like a mutual, well, yeah, obviously we're getting married. So. Well, didn't you just have a big anniversary a couple of years ago? What was that? 25th. Maybe for 30th you repropose? Well, now it's done. 30th is done. Now we're going up to 31. So. Oh, snap. 35, bud. Your next <laughs> milestone. Start planning it now. <laughs> How did you propose? I uh, had the ring burning a hole in my pocket. We went down to Lethbridge. My mom came with us. That's where my wife's family's from. Right. And I was like, I'm just going to go on a walk and do it. So we went on a walk. We took the dogs, yeah. and I did it, and that was it. It was it was, it was, was perfect, right? I didn't, no. not a big display or anything like that. I, Sam, I know Sam wouldn't really want that. Yeah. It worked for us. Okay. Preferably, I'd like to hear your <laughs> insane stories. Yeah. <laughs>
Right, like, oh, we did in the ocean, I dropped the ring. Next thing you know, everybody's in there scuba diving for the next three days. Right, right, those kind of things. Or just, you know, your creative stories. I sure. Mean, did you use the dog tied to the dog's leash or something like that? Or, oh, I'm sure there's lots of those. Yeah. Yeah, or, somebody hiding in the bushes taking pictures. Uh-huh. Okay, 780-421-1039. You can also text us at one three nine three nine. And by the way, if you want to propose this morning on this National Proposal Day on the radio, we would we absolutely be, sure we would be that uh, you know that venue for you as well. Yeah, you you tell us, and then we'll call whoever you want to propose to, and yeah. we'll hook you up. Yeah. Is there a little piece of you when you've seen it happen at uh, like I know we did it at football games, uh, you know, before sporting events? Is there a little piece of you that hopes that they say no? Yes, every time. Yeah. I, I wish. Yeah. Well, you, sometimes you think you see these things on Sports Center or stuff like that. That's got to be set up. Yeah. Then I've seen them live, and you're like, okay, like, this isn't set up. But there's nothing better than the unknow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Like, obviously, I don't want to see two people be unhappy. Right. But have you ever seen a no? Like you've done the Eskimo games for yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. There was a no there, but I think it was a set up one. Really? Yeah. Are you giving us inside information? I don't know. I'm just trying to remember. But I think it was. It was quite a few years ago. Not okay. quite a few years ago. It was just a few years ago. And it, I think it was pretty obvious that it was just, yeah. There's a little overacting. Ooh, embellishment <laughs> all over the place. That's how you can tell, right? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Call or text us this morning. It's National Proposal Day. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Nate Smith in Whiskey on You, kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. Uh, Jack away on maternity leave. It's a 7.52. Yeah, it's the uh, first day of spring coming up about 3.24 this afternoon. We'll talk more about that coming up the next few moments. And don't forget, the interrupting kissing cash cow could do her thing at any time after 8 o'clock this morning. And we'll give you the artist of the day you're listening for when she does it with that song of that artist. 500 bucks to be won. Again, by being caller 50 at 780-421-1039. On this National Proposal Day, how did you propose? My fiance's favorite place is Tofino, so we went there in October, and I proposed on Mackenzie Beach. Nothing elaborate, but it was what and where she was hoping for, and they made it happen. Yeah, one of the places on uh, the West Coast that are probably... Tofino. The yeah. most proposed locations. Uh-huh. My now husband had plans to propose on a beach in Honduras. We worked on cruise ships. The pandemic hit. And uh, we ended up being separated. When we finally reunited, he got down on one knee outside a coffee shop in England, which also would be quite romantic. Yeah, still you're out of town, sure. You're fine there. Climbed a mountain and Jasper proposed to him on the cliff top view of the waterfall. It didn't work out, but that's how I proposed to him. So uh, I guess it didn't work out. All right. Uh, can you? Oh, Can you call my boyfriend and tell him to propose? He's taking too long. We tried to make a phone call or two. Yeah. We tried to call you. Yeah. And then we're going to get your boyfriend on the line. <laughs> yeah. So we just call your boyfriend? Like, I've got a superpower. I've been known to be able to bully people into proposing. I've got a superpower. I've, I've been able to do it. I just... Uh, Who have you done it with, too? Uh, I've, I've done it with my uh, son... Or my son-in-law's brother. Um, I got him to uh, propose to, to uh, Mariah. And they're getting married this summer. I'm going to be actually the uh, officiant at their wedding. Oh, are you? And then we were at, at their proposal, uh, like their engagement party. And then her sister was there with their boyfriend. And I started to give him a rough time. And within days, they proposed too. This is not a superpower. <laughs> you're not. You're just a baba. Like, why haven't you proposed yet? Like, you have. Like, this is not like. Oh, Chris Sheets said I got to do it. You're just bugging people in long-term relationships, and you think you've got a superpower? I've got a superpower. I've, I could make it happen. So, 
If you, you can't. You know what? Well, this is not a suit. You just happen to stroll into situations where they're near proposal. No, no. I'm Only just like, you tipped it over the edge. I'm telling. I'm life is short. Why not you? <laughs> My, I shouldn't say it. You should. All right. I'm always like, why? You know, why should we be the only miserable ones? Get married. Yeah, join us. <laughs> Come to our side. Yeah, it's wonderful. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, I record the game, and uh, I'm going to record and watch a little bit of it. Um, so as soon as we finish curling, we finished it. Whatever, two thirty. The game is recorded. I'm trying to avoid spoiler alerts, so I can get home and watch a little bit of the game. And uh, my son-in-law is going to be meeting me, and then we're going on to a birthday party. And uh, that's all good. So I, he says, I'm on my way. I said, okay, I'm just going to catch up watching the game. He says, fast forward past the part where Leon gets injured, he says to me. And he says, in his defense, he says, I put a winky face after it. But I'm like, are you kidding me? Leon Dreisaitl got injured in the game, and you just told me that? <laughs> you got to know he's fibbing, obviously. He says that you... S- He's not really a jokester, though. I mean, he like he's not really a jokester. He's not like I Captain guess. Clown. But in the same sense, like as soon as you say, "Oh, I'm just gonna rewatch the game," and you, I heard you guys talking about it, like, yeah. literally. Yeah. So obviously, he's messing with you. I, you know what? There was a piece of me. So I'm watching the game, and I'm just every time Leon's on the ice, my heart is beating a million miles a minute because I'm just like, so I, <laughs> I was not happy with him. He said, "Come on, I was just joking. I was just having funns." Don't joke about McDavid or Dreisaitl. No. Anybody else? No, sure. No, 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 no. That's not funny. Not funny at all. So, yeah. order game tonight. Your chance to go at 830. That's what we're trying to say. It's National Proposal Day. And we got a great text. You can actually text us pictures now. Somebody said, we were combining at Harvest. He wrote it in the standing crop. And you can see this huge crop. And he's gone in with a swather and wrote, marry me in the field. Like, that's about as good as it gets. That is good. That's a classic farmer one. Yeah. To put the GPS down. Will you marry me? And off we go to the canola. <laughs> I look, you see this text? Huh. Well, a little bit of a sidetrack here. Uh. But I saw Eckholm at Ikea yesterday, somebody says. Of course you did. You're right. The Swedes in Ikea. <laughs> he was eating meatballs with his little person. Then his little person spilled the plate on the floor. Really? <laughs> Well, yeah. Does, yeah, where else are you going to find the No Swedes? wonder he's excited to come to Edmonton. There's an Ikea here. Yeah. Oh, I probably probably want in Nashville, too. Are we kidding? <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. Uh, getting back to proposals. Uh, yes, Gail? My husband has four daughters, and we had all gone on a camping trip. They were in their teens, and we got settled in for the first night, and we're sitting around the fire, and he's got a pepperoni roasting over the fire, and he just casually says to me, so when are you going to marry me? And I said, when you ask. He said, I think I just did. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't know what to say, and he swings this pepperoni over to me that he's been roasting, and he's like, have a bite. And I'm like, what? Like, what is going on? And there on the pepperoni was the ring. (laughs) And then the next day, he drove his trike off a cliff. (laughs) You might be a redneck. (laughs) Right? It's like, I guess that's one way to get out of a mistake. (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Matt and I curled on the weekend. I can only speak for myself, Matt, but, uh, yeah, my knees don't really feel like they're connected to my legs anymore. <laughs> you need popsicle sticks and masking tape to make sure they don't buckle? <laughs> it's the weirdest feeling. Yeah, it's not good. 
Uh, so curling, yeah, if you don't do it, uh, it's certainly, and I wasn't even one of the sweepers, so I can only imagine how you guys felt. But uh, our question this morning, what is that silly, ridiculous, not the thing that, that makes you sore that uh, you never saw coming, you know? Here's one that always gets me. Yeah. Bowling. Bowling. Yeah, bowling. All right. There's something in, like, one of your your hamstrings you use, you don't really realize it, and, like, the foot that kicks out when you yeah. throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure, bowling. It's like the next day, you're like, why am I sore? Oh, from bowling. Bowling. Right. If I pin a little less, 10 pin a little more, ball's heavier, right? Okay. 780-421-1039. What is it for you? What makes you sore? You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Dirk's Bentley. It's Woman Amen. Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 849. Uh, first day of spring. We'll be here about 324 this afternoon. It's a beautiful start to the day. Still a little bit chilly, but uh, it's going to warm up. We'll get rid of the snow and uh, life will be good. Uh, talking about uh, strange and unusual things that uh, make you sore, uh, our buddy Don just called, talking about five-pin bowling. He bowled uh, 16 games on the weekend, and he said by the time it was done, he was like icing things. So Yeah, of course. Okay. 16. You, you, you bowled. You bowl two at a kid's birthday party, yeah. you're probably going to be okay. Right. But 16, yeah. that's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, things that make you sore, says a texter. I had a house with no carpet and started a job at a chiropractor's office and had to vacuum a few times a week. Definitely used muscles I hadn't for a long time. The chiropractor gave me some tips not to extend my arms so much when I vacuumed to de- decrease my discomfort. Vacuuming. <laughs> That'll do it. Vacuuming. Quit being so violent with it, like hyperextending your elbow, like, gah, take that dirt. I guess. All right. Things that make, uh, oh, there was another text. Oh, I bruised my spine go-karting. That was no fun. And it sounds like there was no accident. It was just the G's. Okay. Darts. I call it dart arm. <laughs> I get that. Like, I've played lots of darts in my life. Yeah. It's that ex- the ex- yeah, repeated extension of the elbow. Right. Same thing. Like, tennis elbow, yeah, you can All get... Right. I tell you, you can hurt yourself with darts, but that's if you get in front of one. Sure. That's the worst thing you could do. Ever been hit by a dart before? Oh, yeah. My brother and I used to have dart fights all the time. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Dude, like, oh, he got me. He still talks about the time I stuck him in the, got him in the back of the calf with a dart. <laughs> what about beer darts, though? Have you not ever played beer oh, darts? Oh, yeah. I hit a girl I was yeah, cording ex- in the foot with a dart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Still worked out for me, though. Dart fights are the best. Kids work best. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissin', I'm sorry. You're caller 49. No way. Oh, ouch, ouch, ouch. Oh, thanks, bye. Sorry about that. Here we go, though. All right. Things are getting real right now. We've gone through 49 calls. Hi, Kissin' Country. Hi. Hi, who's this? Chantel. Hey, Chantel. Guess what? Am I caller 50? You are caller 50. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I, was, I was caller 12, 2944, and now 50. Holy cow. Said hut. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of numbers. How many phones do you got? Just one? Maybe two. Okay, there it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there it is. Hey, congratulations. 500 bucks. How are you going to yeah. spend your moolah? Oh, I've got lots of bills, but oh my God, that's awesome. Everybody on- says bills. Spend on some fun. Oh, I'll get my nails done for sure. There it is. <laughs> Yay. Well, you nailed it, Chantel. Awesome. 500 bucks. Thanks to Interrupting Cash Cow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.